Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Learning Rx, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Good morning, everybody, and we are so grateful that you choose to spend some time with us today. I'm Julie Nelson. And I'm Chris Magruder. Good morning. Good. You got your tea with you? I got my tea. Yep. No, I am a coffee drinker <laughs> and a Diet Coke drinker. But you know what? I was just thinking as we were introducing ourselves today, I had someone come up to me um, recently and said, you know what I like about listening to you two gals? It was one of our male listeners. And I said, what? He goes, we, I can tell who's talking because your voices are so distinctly, distinctively different. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, okay. And I said, well, you know, it's always hard to hear your own voice. It's like, you know, when we had answering machines and you'd hear your own voice on that message and I would just groan. I don't know if you feel that way about listening to your voice. Oh, Chris. you know what? I never used to think my voice sounded like me, but now that I've heard it enough times, I know what my voice sounds like and I'm used to it. Now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, then my, my nieces would say, you sound like, you know, you sound like my mom or my mom sounds like you because my sister and I, our voices are similar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, my sister and I too. You know what's so funny though? I have to go back to what you were saying is a male listener. I get more comments from male les- listeners than female listeners. Well, Isn't you that know funny? why that is. They're trying to figure out women I and they think if they, they listen think, to us, they I can know. get it figured out. Goes, so goes back to that Mel Gibson movie. Well, you know, <laughs> if we had that answer, Chris, just think where we'd be. You know, we'd be millionaires <laughs> 10 times over. And we'd be tithing it all to the church. That's right. Do you hear that, Lord? Yes. Yes. Help us. Give us the answer, Lord, and we'll, <laughs> you know, really, our human nature, we know better than yeah, that. Yeah, we do. You know. We do. God knows. I. We don't. We don't. That probably wouldn't be good for us, right? No, it wouldn't be good for us. <laughs> Otherwise, I would, have won, I would have had won the lottery by now, Chris. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so tell everybody about the Mary Walk coming up. Oh, I'm so Third excited annual. about it. Well, aren't you getting excited about it? Uh, well, the weather I, getting warmer. And that's what along. I'm hoping. And that's why yeah, I'm kind of well, like, eh, it's warming so. up. It's warming so. up. Yes. It's happening. It's happening. Um, we got, it's our third annual Catholic Women Now sponsored Mary Walk in the month of May. And May, we know, is dedicated to Our Lady. And May 31st is the feast day of the visitation, which is celebrating Mary's Visit, visiting her cousin Elizabeth. So during the month of May, we're asking everybody to walk 80 miles total over the course of the month of May uh, and pray the rosary and pray for our country is the intention. And then we'll pray for each other as well. And it, whatever other intercessions exactly, we have. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you can gather a group of friends and walk once a week together or you can you know, a couple friends of you walk every day, however you want to do it. We do have a Facebook page group set up. And if you go to iowacatholicradio.com, we have a page there and you can click on the Facebook group and be part of the group. And there we'll share photos of us walking and prayer intentions. And then we'll have a celebration May 31st for those of you who completed 80 miles. And we might show up at some of those walks. Right. If you're walking together as a group, let us know. Let us know where you're walking and what time and what day. And we'll We'll show up. We want to meet you. I thought it was fun last year when we got invited to walk with a bunch of moms who were pushing their babies. Wasn't I thought, that oh, great. I feel so young again. The wellies. The wellies. <laughs> the wellies. Yeah, the group, so the women who put together yes. the well gatherings. Yes. That was fun. Yes. And very, and sweet kids. Just it was, But it's just so fun to be, you know, we finished at a playground and to watch them just run and get out of their strollers. And I thought, oh, I, I miss those days. I but, just, you know. I just love how, you know, moms are combining faith and fun with their mm-hmm. kids. And yes. so kids grow up that that's yes. all 
that's all seamless. It's and the all women, part of life. the women who do the well, really have a good. They have a good handle of that. Uh huh. And Lisa Schmidt is the founder of the well, mm-hmm. but many people know her mm-hmm. in the community. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's great. It'll so, be fun. And our show today, I'm excited about our show. We have Lisa Duffy joining us. She's written some books. Um, she's working in a divorce recovery ministry that she's um done some work with. She's experienced it herself, and she's got a new book out that we're going to have her talk about, um, Mending the Heart, a Catholic Annulment Companion. Yeah, so. and she's written a few books on mm-hmm. this topic, she's so she's, she's an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't wait to ask her, you know, how do we help people going through it? And how should we, what do we need to be careful of, too? Right, you know, because I don't always know what to say yeah. or yeah. How, to hand, yeah. how to walk with them. Yeah. But, yeah. it, it, you know, what are the things we shouldn't say? Gosh, yeah. And let's and, start with prayer, though. And, and just one more thing on that okay. is we need to be educated about what the annulment process is because a lot of people ask us questions as Catholics like yeah. about that. So yeah. we need to have the and correct Pope answers. And Pope Francis has kind of said mm-hmm. some things. So, yep, yeah, we we'll need to figure that all out. Get those things clarified, yeah. That's right. Okay, let's, let's start, start in prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit to thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the, name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we are grateful for the support of Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services, a good friend of ours. Thank you to her for underwriting Catholic Women Now. She is an authorized independent agent. She and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, and she makes insurance simple for you. And I can tell you it's not simple these days. So no. if you need any help, you can find Cindy on the web at cindyschulte.com or by calling 515-226-2111. Very good. Very good. Well, we're excited and Welcome into the show today, Lisa Duffy. She's a Catholic author, speaker, and divorce recovery expert who's experienced the tragedy of an unwanted divorce in the early 90s. And she's authored several books, including A Road to Healing, Daily Reflections for Divorced Catholics, The Catholic Guide to Dating After Divorce, that sounds like a good one too, and Divorced Catholic, Now What? And she's instituted a program called The Journey of Hope, which helps Catholic divorce support groups and parishes across the country and Canada. She's a speaker at conferences, appeared on TV and radio, and she's here on our show today. She resides in South Carolina with her husband and three children, and she's here to talk about her latest book, Mending the Heart, a Catholic Annulment Companion. Welcome, Lisa. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here with us and to take time out of your busy day. You you do a lot here, it sounds like, by your bio. Well, the need is great. So um, someone a long time ago told me, you know, use your time, that the gift of time that you've been given wisely. And after having gone through divorce myself, um, I know the extreme pain and the devastation that goes along with it and the possibility of walking away from the faith. So as long as I'm here, I am happy to extend my hand to other people who are suffering and really try and help them stay close to the faith while they go through their difficult time. Well, you kind of started talk, alluded to a little bit of that fact of taking an unfortunate event and not letting it define you. What, how can you talk about this in, in helping um, people with this attitude and approach changing that so as being a key to this healing process? Well, that's a great question. I think that um, one of the the most denigrating things about divorce is this overwhelming sense of failure. Even if you're the one who fought for your marriage, as I did, and you still end up divorced because of the no-fault divorce laws, 
the sense of failure and guilt and shame can just um, be, you can drown in it. And you can forget about the fact that um, God created you a, a wonderful, beautiful human being with many gifts and talents, and the label of divorce does not define you. It, it's just something that happened to you. And so I really try and remind people that this is an event in your life. This is a season as painful and devastating as it is, but it's something that will pass. And if you stay close to the Lord and stay close to the sacraments, um, you will get through it, and there will be brighter, happier times in your life. Mm. I guess that's always uh, <laughs> that's always what we have to hang on to is hope that we are the children of God and He always wants us to continue to turn to Him and that He will get us through those difficult times that hopefully stretch us and teach us new things. So tell yes. us tell us a little bit about um, Pope Francis's changes. Debunk some of these common myths that have that have kind of been come up recently. Yes, <laughs> um, one of the um, assumptions out there is that. Um, all annulments need to be done in about 30 days. And the reason why I bring that one up is because when these administrative changes were rolled out a few years ago, um, a lot of the news networks were promoting that very point, which is absolutely not true. Um, there are some situations, and I just before I want to go into that explanation, I want to say, the one thing I'm very certain of after almost 20 years of helping people get through their divorces and move on is that no situation is the same. It doesn't matter how many people you have um, that were abandoned by their spouse or some other common situation. That will be the only similarity that they have. Everything else is very, very different. So everything must be taken on a case-by-case -case basis. You can't just blanket uh, statement people. Okay. Um, and so for that reason, there are some scenarios. Um, they're not very common, but there are some scenarios where um, both spouses are amicable about what's happening and they're both going through the process together or, you know, in favor. Um, and with their particular circumstances, they could get an annulment within 30 days. It is possible. And those are called fast-track annulments. They don't apply to everyone. Um, and if someone believes that they have the circumstances for that, they should speak to their pastor, who will in turn, you know, be able to guide them appropriately. But I think that that was one of the biggest myths that got people jumping out of their seats. Yay, 30 days annulment. Um, and it's just not that way. It's just for some cases. You know, and thank goodness, because the annulment process is about going through the process of healing, as I understand it. It is. There, there's so much to um, the annulment process. It's, uh, I'm so grateful that the Church has this tool for us, um, because it does aid in the healing. Um, in my particular circumstances, I was a blamer. I blamed everything on my ex-spouse, everything that happened to me for a couple of years. Um, but in going through the annulment process, I realized, even though I tried to be faithful and I was committed to my marriage, I was not perfect. 
and I definitely had behaviors that contributed to the loss of my marriage. So it opened my eyes. It helped me to grow up. Um, it helped me to make peace with the past. It helped me to understand the mistakes I had made and how I could improve upon that in the future. So it, it, all of those things lead to healing, um, and I'm so very grateful for it, and that's why one of the reasons why I wrote the book, so people could understand that aspect of it. Yeah, you certainly don't want to rush the process, I guess, is what I, I hear you saying. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to go into it, as, as some people unfortunately do, as this sort of demand to get married. You know, that please give me this piece of paper so I can go ahead and get married already. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the way to go into it. And if you do, you would be probably very disappointed. Mm-hmm. So I don't recommend that at all. Mm-hmm. Well, if you just joined us, joined us, this is Catholic Women Now. We're visiting with Lisa Duffy about her latest book, Mending the Heart, A Catholic Annulment Companion. Also, Lisa, you know, when you're talking about the annulment process and um, the healing aspect of it, it there's, it's the church's response of great mercy in the fact that you, what you just said about learning from your mistakes, learning where you, so that those aren't repeated in the next relationship or in the next marriage that comes along to help us grow right. and to um, be well formed in this which and, makes to, and it, to be merciful. Yeah, which makes it different from a divorce. It's uh-huh. not a Catholic divorce. I know a lot of people want to call an annulment a Catholic divorce. Right, and and this is an excellent point and something that I really try and stress for people who aren't really understanding. This is medicinal, and in the, the mercy aspect, as you point out, is so critical um, because we are all sinners. And again, we, we've played different roles in the marriage and, and the break of our marriage, but we all require mercy. And um, if people could, I, I think I, I stress this mainly to the people who get offended because the process, the questionnaire is deeply personal, and they get offended like, oh, you don't need to dig into my business. And it's not really that. It's trying to help you understand what went wrong so you can make better choices in the future, so you can um, wash away all that crud if that makes sense, and really rely on God's mercy to help you move forward in a peaceful, healthy way. So I, I really appreciate you bringing that point up. Well, you know, I, I, I have to admit that I used to be judgmental about people who went through a divorce until I started to understand that, like you said, every story is different. Every every scenario has a different component to it. Their circumstances are unique to everybody. And it God kind of taught me, hey, you need to be more merciful. You need to be less judgmental and be and walk with these people. So, you know, Lisa, what can we do if we have a family member going through this or a friend going through this? What are we? What can we do to support them and to help them and to accompany them to find that mercy, to find that healing? And I, and I would also ask, add, Lisa, would you also tell us what not to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Because yeah. I'm sure I've written, I've done all the not tos. I'm yeah, like, well, I'm sure I have too, foot in mouth kind of thing. Sure. I just want to say, um, for those who, who, as you say, you you were judgmental before, and you know what, I was too before it happened to me, and I think that part of that is just understanding that God does not want divorce, and the Catholic Church is the only church out there that upholds the permanency of marriage, so it's 
okay in a sense, it's not okay to be judgmental, but it's understandable that um, people have these perspectives. But what is true is because of the no-fault divorce laws, it happens even to the best of Catholics. So uh, a lot of times it's just completely out of their control. So the way I like to put it is if you, you know, people often equate divorce with the loss of a um, spouse through death. And if you think about it, when a spouse dies, the surviving spouse receives flowers and meals and visits and cards and all kinds of condolences, and that's very good and it should happen. But when you think about someone who is divorced who is going through just as much pain, sometimes more because the surviving, the other spouse is still around to make life completely miserable. Um, oftentimes people shy away. And so I like to ask people or encourage people to kind of think of it as being imitating um, St. Simon of Cyrene and helping that person carry the cross, just as Simon of Cyrene helped Jesus carry his cross. Wow, that's beautiful. What, yeah, I love that. You know, In whatever way you can. Yeah. Go ahead. And what's beautiful about that with Simon Cyrene, he wasn't expecting to carry the cross. He was called out by the Roman centurion, hey, help this man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we feel like that when someone goes through a divorce. We weren't expecting this 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 marriage to break up, and all of a sudden it happens. Mm-hmm. And then we're carrying, you know, we're in this with them. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's beautiful. There are, there are um, you know, spiritual works of mercy that apply when you help someone who is suffering that way, you know, um, I'm drawing a blank, but <laughs> um, there are several works of mercy that apply. And it's just being sensitive. You know, being sensitive to someone who's suffering this way doesn't mean you can go and divorce. It just means that you're trying to be, as Pope Francis asked to be, a worker in on the battlefield bringing someone back into the field hospital that is the church. It's really all it is. And, and that's what we should be doing for each other, no matter what our suffering circumstances are, is accompanying each other on the way to healing. Wow. So are there any things that, off the top of your head? I know you didn't expect us to ask you this, but there are, I know often when people pass away, there are things that, you know, we shouldn't say that we do say. Um, I'm assuming there are things like that as well when someone goes through a divorce. Yes. Um, I'll just give you the, the most typical ones that I heard. Please don't tell anybody there's someone better for you out there. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I heard that a lot, even from good Catholics. Um, and it, it's, you know, people feel awkward, and they really don't know what to say, so sometimes something like that will come out. Um, God has a plan. Um, God may have a plan, but when the uh, circumstances are divorced, it's really mind-boggling to try and figure out how God, how divorce was God's plan. Um, But I think the best thing to do is not really trying to come up with pearls of wisdom. It's just listening. Mm -hmm. Just listening to that person and letting them tell you what happened to them. Um, And you don't have to have advice. You can just love them through listening because that's part of the healing process is being able to talk about what happened to you and get it out of you. So that in itself is a great gift of love. Ah, uh, that makes it simple. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of it pressure does. off, you know, a lot of it weight does. off. It does. So yeah. offer offer our listeners, just if you can give us one gold nugget of encouragement to hold on to 
um, when the process gets tough? Well, I think for me personally, the golden nugget was in realizing that this was a great time. For me, it was a very special time, even though it didn't feel like it. It was a time of learning to trust God. And that was a lesson that I needed to learn because after a divorce, it's so hard to trust people in general. Mm. And God, if you feel like, how could he have allowed this? But I, I learned to put my circumstances, the fear of the unknown, in his hands and tell him that I would be content with whatever he gave me. Whatever decision came down, um, I was going to run with it and I would be okay with it because I knew it would be what he gave me. It's a hard thing to put into practice, but in the end, if you can do that, I think that the spiritual and personal growth is immense, and your ability to go forward and trust others in the future has been largely repaired. So for anyone who's in that waiting period where it's out of your hands and all the work has been done and you're just waiting for the decision. I highly recommend just doing your best to put it in God's hands and, and tell him, you know, he knows your fears and he knows your desires. And if you're called to be married, then he will allow you to live out your vocation. But um, just put it in his hand. Pardon me, put it in his hands and trust him and you will be giving a great gift to yourself in doing so. Wow. Amen. Yes, amen. amen. Lisa, is there a um, patron saint of divorce that people can turn to for intercession in these moments? There are actually numerous um, ones. My favorite is uh, St. Rita. Oh, yes. St. Rita is, I think she's one of the saints of the impossible, but um, she went through a horrendous marriage and divorce and, She's just a a wonderful saint to get to know because she has been there. So I definitely recommend St. Rita. Wow. She's one of my favorites, (laughs) to be honest. I found her about 20 years ago, and um, she really got me me through a difficult time. So she does have an amazing story. That's awesome. Well, we are listen- or you are listening to Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now. We are talking to Lisa Duffy about her book. I'm wondering, Lisa, if you can just tell us, I this is my last question. So how do we help someone um, going through the process to do just what you said? Trust that God, that yes, God does want to heal your heart, which is what your whole book is about. How do we, how do we know that? I mean, is there any way to, to, to trust that, to know that for sure? Well, definitely um, scripture tells us that God is, I think it was just in our reading, mass reading, yesterday or the day before, that God is close to those who suffer. He is, he is so close, um, and we need to rely on that, because God is sad when we are sad. He does not want this sort of suffering, and He will carry you through it. Um, I think great suggestions or encouragements to give someone who's in that, that waiting period is to frequent adoration as much mm. as possible. Mm. You know, the, the silence and the solace, just knowing that God is right there, um, is amazing, even when you're not suffering, but especially when you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and encouraging that person 
um, to continue to be social, not to date, but to be social, to, to interact with their parish family or their neighbors and friends or, or whatever, because they need to be, you know, social interaction is um, important to the healing process. Um, and then maybe, you know, just make a list of future goals that they can think about, um, you know, once this part has passed, once they can start pursuing. Anything that can help that person remain, you know, with their feet planted on the ground, um, remain looking forward, not backward, and especially just knowing that they have your support, that you will be there um, no matter what. It's Again, I, that is a truly amazing gift. So many people who go through a divorce don't have that, mm. um, and they've lost so much. So that is a truly wonderful gift that you can give someone. Wow. Thank you for well, your solid answers. Yeah. I love that. Well, that uh, is a great way to wrap up the program here with that thought and that uh, I that commandment. It's kind of like a command for us to go out and do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lisa Duffy, we thank you so much for joining us to talk about your book, Mending the Heart, a Catholic Annulment Companion. And I know we can get that at Divine Treasures. And Lisa has a website, lisaduffy.com. Lisa, thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. And it was great to speak with you guys. Appreciate it. God bless. Have a great day. You too. We are grateful here at Catholic Women Now for the support of Fred Haas Law Offices. Mr. Haas is a delightful man. We've had lunch with him several times, and if I ever needed an attorney to represent me in a personal injury, he would be the man I would call. Mm. Uh, He gives personal attention to his clients. He is a good listener, and he has a great ability to pull out the important things and to be very clarifying in things, and I think that's a real gift and counsel. It's a lot of wisdom in wisdom. that man's heart and head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gives uh, the true meaning to the word counselor. He does. He, he, he yeah. does. Fred, Fred Haas is located in Des Moines, but he is pleased to assist clients throughout Iowa. 515-256-6301. 888-338-6535. FredHaas.com. Fred Double D. Haas Double A. Shall we close with prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We call on our Blessed Mother and St. Rita to be with us in prayer today. And we pray, Lord God, for all marriages, those that um, seem to be a bit broken right now. Um, None of our marriages is perfect. This is how we um, get back to you, Lord God, in living out this vocation. We ask, Lord God, that you bless and help those people who are trying to help people who are walking through divorce and help those who are going through divorce right now, Lord God, and those who are walking through the annulment process. May there be full healing. We ask, Lord God, that you, um, that you, that what happens in marriage is what you intended, that your will be done in, in marriages and that you will heal the sacrament of matrimony. We ask, Lord God, that you be with us all today and that you protect us. And St. Michael, the archangel, to defend us in our day of battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Your prayers, your support financially are all appreciated here at Iowa Catholic Radio. The Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary is next. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. 
Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Learning Rx, finding the right solution to give your child a foundation that can last a lifetime. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Iowa Catholic Radio. Catholic Radio. 